Yo, what's good? What's happening? Be back. Threes from the ring, episode 81. RIP Kobe G. But glad to be back. This your boy Chris J. Um, got Trail Sav on here. Go ahead and do yourself, G. Yo. Alright, cool, cool. Alright, so fair warning on this episode. We're going to be talking about very sensitive subjects once we get to wrestling. Very sensitive subject. And so with that being said, if you are not capable of literally, capable of literally handling sensitive conversations involving sexual abuse, rape, domestic violence, or the above, listen either way, because you may learn something. But point of it all is this, G. We need to have this dialogue, but we'll get to that much later because we're going to start the podcast on, I guess, a lighter a lighter note, and we're going to go ahead and start off with the NBA first. So, you, with that, basketball. Yep, so you know how it is. So, with that being said, um, NBA is, in the restart is, start, is looking every day looking more and more shaky, and... Just this past week alone, we still have players still indecisive. They have until Wednesday. We're recording this on Monday, so by the time you listen to this, uh, we will know who's playing and who's not. I know already today, uh, Trevor Reza already said he's not doing it because the time of the the time of the season restarting goes into when he can see his son, and I. Which is really effed up. Really. So, I commend and respect the fact Trevor Reza uh, has made that decision. He's had made enough money in his career where it's just like missing out on the rest of this isn't going to hurt him much. But I commend him on choosing family in this type of situation. But his type of situation is really sad when you when it's all said and done to me. But, um, but I commend him for that making that decision. And then I know Troy Burt. No. Alex, it's Alec Burgess. Hold on, who? white boy name? Uh, the white boy who could shoot his ass off. Burdens. Bertons, oh, yeah. Bertons, Andreas yeah. Bertons, something like that. There we go, Andreas. I don't know why the hell I'm gonna call that man Alex, but uh, Andreas Bertons, uh, formerly of the Spurs, currently on the Wizards. He's already backed out, uh, mainly because he's about to be a free agent this off season, and he's just trying to preserve uh how much he can get, and he did shoot lights out this entire season, so. Respect to the man's, uh, and the only other name, no other names have been floating around as far as I can tell or know of. So, with that being said, it really be that way sometimes. But um, so we'll know more players as as the twenty fourth gets as the twenty fourth gets closer. So we'll know more names. Uh, the details of the bubble did come out as well. We'll be going over that, but um. But yeah, so let me go ahead and find that information. But uh, anything you you want to uh, go ahead and uh, your thoughts on the past recent I, situation? I just think that I'm I'm coming over to the side of thinking that the um, the season should end. I just I there's no so many not so many people backing out, but I understand that like Trevor Ariza and um, David Berton they weren't on the contending team, but. I'm not going to be surprised if somebody like Dwight Howard back out and other people with health issues and stuff back out because 
Florida right now is a cesspool of COVID. It's not even. I understand COVID not killing mugs, and I say that with yet, but it's still like nobody just nobody wants to have respiratory issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, so it's, who, who knows? But in terms of like people backing out, like Berton, I I don't know how this affects his free agency, but go ahead, do you, big dog? Um. Uh, that's pretty much it. Like I, that, that Trevor Reason thing messed up. It's messed up how the system is for people. He's literally super duper rich, and he only can see his son for one month. Don't you think it'd be better one month out of the year? For the, what'd you say? One month out of the entire year. Yeah. And don't you think it would be better if you know the the uber rich dude would be able to see his son more often because he could probably provide more. Because he's extremely rich, but you know, mm. I'm not a judge in them type of court cases. But uh, yeah, yeah, uh, it's messed up for him. It is. Uh, it's actually the most admirable thing to do to to see his son during that yeah. time. So yeah, I'm not mad at it. So all right, I pulled up the details of life inside the bubble. So um. Bear with me because it is a lot, a decent amount, a lot of information. So, uh, arrival, July 7th to the 9th. Players will arrive at Walt Disney World Complex in Orlando. Teams' arrivals will be spread out over three days to avoid congestion. So, these players, the teams have to literally come in like chunks of four. Chunks of four or five, maybe. So, Mm -hmm. Bear with me. So that's already a little wild. Um, upon arrival, players will be quarantined in their hotel room until they have two negative corona tests 24 hours apart. After that, players will be tested regularly, according to the handbook, although that could be daily or close to or as close to for much as time in Florida. So we, that's kind of already expected. That, that's expected at this point. Uh... What hotels are the players staying at? That's none of our business because for I'm going to keep it kind of little G real here. I wish they kind of didn't expose this type of information because even though I'm sure security is going to be extremely tight, but as just say like you're working the hotel, like you're the, one of the workers, employees, you kind of going to be trying to fish out for inside information. And groupies. Let's just put mm-hmm. it that way. So, I feel like that type of information should have stayed private, but it is what it is. Um, let's see. Each player will be given a magic band, which uh, some people call it a mood ring or a tracking device, a bracelet that serves as a room key and wallet throughout the hotel and Disney property. It will also be used to check in players for testing. Uh, players will also wear a proximity alarm that will notify the wearer if he or she spends more than five seconds within six feet of another person with the alarm. All team and league staff will be required to wear these. Everyone will be required to wear a face mask as ex- expected, except when eating or working out or at practice or in their room. If excuse me, if they are swimming or doing something more than six feet away from the person, uh, as well. 
All food will be cooked by Disney chefs on site, and each team will work with a culinary team that will make effort to design a meal that fits the dietary needs of each team. Players can have a private chefs who prepare meals off site, which can be brought into the players. So I'm pretty sure that benefits somebody like LeBron, those type of niggas who have certain diets they prefer. Um, Disney is open to setting up dining experience with players, teams at some restaurants on Disney property, but outside the bubble area or having food brought into the bubble. What is there to do while in the bubble? The hotels will have a players only lounge with television, gaming areas, including NBA 2K. The fact they just threw in 2K, G, like some of these niggas just probably don't want to play 2K, my nigga. Some, it's very, there are players out there that say 2K's ass. So, hey, but, um, please let there be other games for them to play. Um, this also includes barbers, manicures, and spa services, and more. So, uh, I tweeted this, but certain, I really hope that the manicure and spa service people it's, they're more likely going to be women. Please don't, please don't trick them out, please. Uh, there will also be movie screenings, so they get to see Black Widow before it comes out. DJ sets, uh, DJ sets with no women. Okay. Um, cards for Blu-ray games. The fuck is a Blu-ray game? Atro, you know what a Blu-ray game is. Nah, you All say right. cards for that? Cards for Blu-ray games. I don't know if he misspelled board game, but I yeah I don't know. Like uh, anyway, bowling and there and games such as ping pong. Um, moving on, there are pools at the hotels. There will be hiking and biking trails for use by the players. That's pretty interesting, but also sound like injuries can occur. There will be golf available, so that's pretty neat in itself. Players are encouraged to stay in the bubble. Arrangements to leave for major life events or emergencies. The birth of a child, sick relative, wedding can be made with the league, but the league has to be informed and as far in advance as as is possible. While players are allowed to leave the campus bubble, he will he will face a 10-14 day quarantine upon his return and will have to have two negative tests. Also, the player will not be paid for any of the games missed any team staff that violates the rules of the bubble or leaves the bubble without prior approval will be removed and cannot return to disney campus teams will not be allowed to replace that person that is pretty damn wild players and staff will sign a document saying they will abide by the rules of the bubble sound like a goddamn college uh dorm room there will be a hotline set up this is my favorite rule honestly this is my favorite one there will be a hotline set up where players or staff can call and report a violation of the health and safety rules in the bubble. So imagine this situation of where, let's just say, come playoff time, it's the Lakers versus Clippers. And LeBron saw goddamn Paul George sneaking in some thoughts. LeBron proceeds to call anonymously, of course, and say, hey, Paul George got the holes in his room. And Paul George literally gets booted out of your dig. That would be hilarious. That would be super freaking hilarious. But uh, sn- but pretty much they uh, approve of that six nine lifestyle here. 
If a player tests positive, or to be more practical, when a player tests positive inside the bubble, he will be immediately moved to a separate location termed isolation housing. The NBA is looking at some rental homes outside the Disney property used for this. The player will be retested to make sure this was not a false positive. Teams in the league will closely monitor and test anyone who was in close proximity to that player between tests. The player can return to the bubble in his team after consecutive negative tests. A memo to teams told them told them that the games would not stop because of a positive test and be prepared for that. The exact quote is, the occurrence of a small or otherwise expected number of COVID-19 cases would not require a decision to suspend or cancel the season restart. So, <laughs> so pretty much it's... If it's multiple players, they're not really scared. But the biggest fear is probably what if, like, a bulk of a team. What if a star player catch it? Exactly. That's a bulk of a team. Star player catch it. I'm not talking about, like, a no offense, a Bradley Bill or a Dame Little or a Braun catch it. Exactly. What you do? There's some people saying if a star player catch it, we're not even going to know. Exactly. I don't. I think it's a stupid idea. I think this whole bubble thing is stupid. I think if you're going to – I'm going to keep it real. If you're going to have your sports stuff, you might as well have it the way it is. Just put the hockey glass up and call it a day. Like, it is going to be – how do I call plays in that certain situation? You know what I'm saying? If I'm a coach. Because I got to wear a mask. I ain't got that yet. So, uh, what do I say? So. <laughs> like, that's not – Somebody like Doc Rivers, how am I here? They said coaches. Okay, here's the thing when it comes to benches. Benches at games will have two rows, just like a regular NBA game. The players and coaches on the front bench do not have to wear a mask, although it is encouraged for coaches. But coaches and trainers on the second row must wear masks. So it seems like we head coaches won't be won't be a bot. Probably don't need to wear a mask. But somebody like Pop, who's older, Ooh, this old shouldn't as hell. be wearing one. This is exactly. that's what I mean. It's stupid. Yeah. Look, man. I get that they're trying to protect, uh, yeah, protect the players, protect everybody to the best of their abilities. That's the purpose of a bubble: is to limit as many people coming in and out as possible, and that's why it's set up the way it is. And I do hear you when it comes to just set up how it normally is, uh, just travel around, but and all of that, just like back and forth. Honestly, I think it would be way better if they did two bubbles for the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference, just so that way they're all just not in one compact spot. That's just me. And it's just, I will feel a little bit okay with the bubble if Florida wasn't literally uh, COVID central. And that's the biggest problem is the fact that Florida (laughs) is COVID county, like literally the entire state. And... It is reports that the NBA, the players are all concerned and they're just trying to stay as on top of things as possible. But it's only so much that they can possibly do. Now, 
Will it work? We don't know. Will it fail? We don't know. It's in God's hands at this point when it comes to that. Uh, I do hear you like just seeing the stuff. It's like if it's somebody like who's young, it probably ain't bothering them much. Like the bubble lifestyle and all of that. Like just it's pretty much college damn near. Or if you for some of the younger guys that still have remnants of being part of the AU culture, that's what they do. Literally shit like this. Uh, but at the same time, these are still, most of the NBA is grown as men and they all have, most of them have some semblance of a family, whether it is a baby mama type situation or a girl or a very committed long-term relationship, girlfriend, wife, whatever they have. So it's like, you telling me I got to be away. LeBron, let's just use the Lakers and Clippers as prime examples here. Cause we assume in, in the bucks, cause we're assuming that they are going to be the teams that make it deep. July, August, September, October, that's four months before I see my family. That's a long ass freaking time. That's a super freaking long ass time. What, like, gee, like if I'm somebody like the Magic, the Wizards at this point, especially, uh, the Suns, Spurs, like, gee, I'm only here for, like, I'm pretty much getting my game checks and that's it. You also hear so other teams' workers can get fluffed. Like, in all honesty, that's why they're here. Like, yeah, and just to make the 70 games. Yeah, all right. You hear so we don't see a constant Lakers versus Milwaukee or such and such. such. They should forego the regular season and just start with playoffs. Agreed. Treat it as a lockout. You know, they don't. people don't play whole game. I mean, they didn't play all the games in a freaking lockout. If we... It is just a sixty games. We it is just a sixty games with a playoff. The priority should be a TV deal at the moment. I understand why it's probably yeah. That's that's the main reason why they have to do seventy. Like that TV deal kind of fucks it. But at the end of the day, these are just creating a a bad situation for the players and trust within the league and whoever run the freaking players union. They say they about to be all aboard. So like this whole thing is is stupid. It makes no freaking sense. Uh, but I don't think it's going to stop because even around the nation, cities are moving to, um, phase four and we all know what that means. So opening up like bars and stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's about to be a scary sight. It really is because that's just add on to it. Like we're going to bring other sports into this, into discussions. COVID is like, this affects everything because, Baseball, I feel like this, baseball is to me supposed to be the perfect COVID sport. It's the perfect COVID sport. All you're literally doing is, everybody's already distanced. You don't really need that many people next to each other. And literally, nobody's actually touching the ball nonstop besides the pitcher. And then most, like, you can wear gloves. And, like, I've been peeping Korean baseball on ESPN because I either wake up to it most of the time. They doing it kind of right. Then <laughs> baseball is the only sport you can't fuck up, but it looks like the MLB fucked that over because they do not want to play Mike, pay Mike Trout all for, uh, all hundred million dollars that he wants this season. So yeah. it be that way sometimes. But you gave that man all that money, pay the man. Uh, either way, uh, but baseball looking like by the day that is not going to happen and. 
college football. I, uh, I said this on uh, Black Otaku's, but I feel like college fo- college sports shouldn't even be happening solely because the kids are being put in danger. And like, yeah, like they're in the prime of their life. Uh, well, the prime of their health lives. You can sit there and say, but either way, they're not getting paid for it. This is not their job. They're working to probably get a job and get money for it eventually, but you're I, I don't it don't sit well for me just seeing the, like college football teams legit having big numbers. Clemson national national one a national favorite to win the championship this year in football, twenty three cases, mm-hmm. and foot, college football teams tend to have like seventy eighty players, um, so that is literally almost a fourth of your team. Um the University of Texas reported twenty. Once again, that is a fourth of your team. So those numbers don't look freaking good either way. Um at all. And that's college and then NFL training camp starts next month around the time when the NBA is supposed to start. And even the C D C guy said, look if the NFL wants to, and the NFL, as far as we know, currently plans to have the that the players travel, and on top of like they're going to be literally trying to fill the stadiums up with fans. Wouldn't the best thing you should do, in the, if you're the NFL stint, is just have everybody playing freaking Texas, even though Texas is a full of COVID too. Yeah. But that's the biggest stadium, ain't it? Uh, like, you have multiple. Yeah, you thing is with NFL like. They like they. It was recommended that they do a bubble as well. But NFL, the toughest thing about because NFL is probably the worst COVID sport, honestly, because it's non-stop contact, and you have rosters and like teams, like team traveling teams are literally like a hundred people, hundreds. So like it's fifty-two players on a roster plus, like I think it's I'm I'm going with a minimum of like 10, 15 coaches. And then, like, just a traveling team, that's a lot of freaking Trainers, people to be responsible for. The people that for. give you the waters, the God knowing. Yeah, it's people, The people that massage people. you after the game, or stuff like that. Like, yeah, like, like, it's too many people to be responsible for. It's the worst sport to even try to freaking play while in this current pandemic that we're in. And... Even even the CDC guy said they should probably look into doing a bubble as well. But thing is, how can you do a freaking bubble and literally you got 52 players on each team? The NBA at least makes sense. It's like 15. And you can lower your traveling squad. Like fit, being responsible over close to se- at least 70 people is a lot. It's a lot to be responsible for. So, like, that's a lot of hotel rooms, and, like, they going to have to – the NFL has to figure it out. But as of right now, they're saying they're going to try to do things as normally as possible. But this is the NFL we're talking about. It's the ultimate MAGA sport, and them white people don't give a fuck. Like, they're trying to have fans in them stadiums. So, uh, I think it's a cesspool of COVID now. It's going to be even more filthy if the NFL proceeds to go with that plan. But, uh – but back to the NBA, though, it's just, well, it's just in general, it's just, I feel uncomfortable regardless, but if they want to proceed and try to do this, I'm not going to be mad at all, 
Like I just I simply can't find myself being mad at somebody trying to make a make a living. At the end of the day, should they cancel the season, the moral the morally correct thing to do would be yes. But the way this country is set up and this economy is set up, money talks and everybody needs money. So it's really unfortunate. Uh, even going with the uh, current will sports be a distraction with the uh, for the current black black lives black lives matter movement. It's that's still a factor as well. Uh, that's still a factor regardless. I like once again whether you if the players decide to play or not, whatever your reason for, I respect it either way. I respect your reasons, so I can't be mad. It's just the morally right thing to do would be a no sports until at least next year. We'll try again next year, but our country's not set up like that, unfortunately. Um, even soccer's freaking going on right now, and like they're just playing through it as well. So if and soccer's probably another. I wouldn't. I don't know why the hell you playing. Uh, not a really good COVID sport either. And tennis is about to start back soon as well. So, I can't be mad at people trying to make bread, G. I really can't. It's just, it's fucked up. But, it is what it is. Uh, anything you want to add before we move on? No, I'm good, G. Uh, I said what I had to say. Alright, cool. So, moving on, uh, we're going to talk about a goofy-ass motherfucker uh, known as per- Kendrick Perkins, G. Um... So Kendrick Perkins, as we've already known, has been trying his hardest to uh, blow up with his hot takes and try to be the black, um, the black Skip Bayless in a way, and it's totally getting out of hand to me. But he just is shooting himself in the foot in so many ways, and he just won't shut the hell up. I just realized his middle name is Liddell. It all makes sense. Uh, but Kendrick Perkins, G. So he has already. He's trying to start beef with Kyrie, uh, call Kyrie out of his name, really just question the man's intelligence, call the man a bird brain to exact quote being, if you was to put up Kyrie's brain in a, I mean, brain inside of a bird, it will fly backwards. Like my nigga, what the hell? What the hell? Then proceeds to go on Twitter and refer to, uh, saying he could expose certain players, call it referring, uh, cupcakes and shit like that pretty much going in at kd and just just saying a lot of crazy stuff solely because of Kyrie making sense because this all goes back to last week's episode where we pretty much said Kyrie is making a lot of freaking sense he's not lying like as much as we all would love basketball to come back at the end of the day if it's like nothing we can do like, it's Kyrie's job to look out for the players and be the reasonable person because he is the vice president. Even Chris Paul is, like, letting him, like, have the floor because Chris Paul knows he's right. So it's like, hey, he's not lying. And then for Kendrick Perkins to go at KD, is like, nigga, that's unnecessary. Which leads to KD calling the man a sellout. And that then leads to Kendrick Perkins going on first take and crying. And I just like nigga, what the hell? Wild, bro. 
Like, I, I couldn't take the man serious. You went on national television and felt a type of way because KD called you a sellout, and the way you acting is a sellout. Like, when, like, yeah, players will disagree, G, a lot of times. Like, we're seeing it now with the, with the, uh, with the current, like, what the NBA restart, like, all, the players is not out here being disrespectful to each other. It's like, I'm sure it's disagreements. I'm sure that some of them sitting there like, yo, bro, I get you, but it's like, I'm sure it's no disrespect. That's what happens. They grown-ass men. You're going di- you to disagree. Especially in a very huge situation we are in our country. And at them being as black men. But for you... To go in on Kyrie saying he doesn't really have a plan, stuff like that, and it's just like, bro, what the hell? And then you, you the one that's being disrespectful. Kyrie hasn't really said a word. He really hasn't said a word. Oh, by the way, the start your own league thing was did not come out of Kyrie's mouth. That was just people putting words in Kyrie's mouth. But um, yep. so we gotta do better as a people, uh, and all of that. Uh, when it comes to situations like that, stop putting words in people's mouths. But at the same time, could these players start their own league? Most definitely. But um point of it all is this. You're the one being disrespectful. You're the one being disrespectful to a former teammate on top of it. Like, Kyrie, you was a Cavalier with while Kyrie was there. Taking LeBron put you on the team to be the enforcer. But point of it all is this. How can you talk about a former teammate like that a former player on top of it, like, you niggas are a fraternity damn near of just like, yo, we ain't going to be disrespectful towards each other like that no matter how bad things look. And you do that to a person, G. Like, that is just wrong and bogus as hell. But you, you're the one that's going to play victim and cry on national television, my nigga? I can't honor that, G. I just can't. And I'm all for men being able to show their emotions and stuff and I don't care if a man grown man wants to cry and all of that but gee you come off as the white woman trying to call the cops because you know you was wrong in a situation Ooh. and that's what Kendrick Perkins looks like to me G and it just infuriates me G it's just like buddy you out here looking like a whole ass goofy G but you go ahead and uh say your thoughts no my thoughts is the same as yours um, I don't really have a, um, how do I say this? I'm not really like, I think the whole situation with, you know, him and especially Stephen A coming out and disagreeing, what are them two doing? Like in that situation, like, like even the Ryan Hollison dude, bro, came out and said real hoop and swoop and stuff like that. If that was the case, bro, you wouldn't yeah. have I know, I I know, bro. I know, I know, I know, dog. He even came out and said something. Just they they want they want something else to talk about, and that's understandable. But in this climate, they don't have that luxury, and they 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 they, they will be a long time before they ever get that luxury again. Um. It won't this this current situation. It won't be the same uh, after this. It won't be the same. It'll be different precautions. We probably can never see. It'll probably be years before we see a stadium at max capacity ever again. Yeah, we probably um, not gonna see it for another two three years. And that's so like, the, so the way this is 
the way this is all set up, it's kind of in a situation of like, why do if y'all if if this is what y'all resort to, it's coming against your own brother, your own brotherhood. Then why? And if that's not what you're doing, then why even say something about it? Saying a man don't have a plan, like what is they plan? There is a big social injustice issue, and I know one of Stephen A. plans is to keep you playing ball. Like the man said, we should have it in New York, and I don't even know the context. But New York is the last place I want to have that. Niggas, is, don't niggas in New York catching COVID, dying, and also yeah, NYPD is just that. NYPD yeah, is they, fooling. Garbage and they out there like they they messing with people's sleep. Like if you know anything, like NBA, like in, in certain neighborhoods, they are out there, and and in the middle of the night, blowing their sirens down the street, waking people up and mess with their sleep. It's just it's it's, it's it's just a thing to annoy people. And the same thing with like all the firecrackers and stuff like that. Apparently, they plant them in the and stuff like that. But you know. With all this being said, it's like you guys don't have an answer to this situation either, and they are thinking of something outside of basketball. Mm-hmm. So, shouldn't um, the, the 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 writers and all them be doing the same thing? They think it's they thinking of something better. Yep. And yep. to come at Kyrie and to come at. KD and all that stuff. You are a sellout because you're doing it for the bag. You're selling out for the bag. Yeah. It is what it is. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's the that's the really unfortunate thing about it is like, gee, like people have been saying all year Kendrick Perkins is wild and trying to get a TV show, TV deal on ESPN or Fox, whatever. And for you to go to this length, it's just bogus as hell. And I was just scrolling through his Twitter, by the way. And I guess he, Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard must have pulled up smooth, G, because he had to come to Jesus moment, I guess, where he tweeted, uh, last last night, after, no, after talking with my NBA brother, Dwight Howard, last night his heart was in the right place. He's very passionate about racism and change in America. So Dwight Howard must have pulled up on folks. So he, I guess... Dwight Howard literally said, bro... I, I got some niggas in Atlanta that I think it'll make you think different. Exactly. <laughs> he, he He's going to send the, the sweet bloods after him, G. I'm like, G, chill. <laughs> like, G. Like, but... Shout out to Dwight Howard for being the adult here and pulling up on the mans and saying, hey, bro, like, hey, check it out. Like, you wilding. So I respect Dwight Howard for being the adult and doing that because, for one... He had to do nothing at all. They could have just let him just continue to fall from uh, fall from grace and just keep acting a freaking fool and just let it happen. And uh, but yeah, like Kendrick Perkins, G, like bro, and it, it just sucks that the scrubs just feel like they could talk like this, G. It's just annoying. Yeah, it's just it's always the scrubs, bro. And then we mentioned Lionel Hollins. What buddy? No, line like Rich. What's his buddy name? Ryan Hollins. Ryan Hollins is the coach. Apologies, but Ryan Hollins just talking. I'm like, bro, you are the least qualified. I can at least say Kendrick Perkins won a championship. G. I can at least sit there and say he 
he was somewhat of a crucial piece on a championship team. He was on contenders. He had a respectable, respectable enough where it's like, okay, G, like he did something on the court. Ryan Hollins has done nothing. Nothing. I can at least get Kendrick Perkins' excuse of like, well, he, he tore his ACL and he was he was never really the same at all. I can at least say that. I can't say that about Ryan Hollins. That's why it's really unfortunate with Kendrick Perkins. Because it's just like, nigga, you are at least respectable of a scrub. We we at least like, all right, you a scrub, but it's like, all right, bro. Ryan Hollins is like, nigga, you was a scrub. You was ass. So you can't talk. And that's the frustrating thing. It's just like scrubs talking, G. It's always the scrubs talking, trying to be overly critical. That's the unfortunate part. And yeah, I'm the guy that never played professional basketball. I never played basketball in high school, nothing like that. Was that football guy? But either way, I could sit there and say, call out a scrub when I see a scrub. Either way, I could dribble better than Kendrick Perkins, by the way. Um, but either way, point of all this, Kendrick Perkins, grow the hell up, bro. Please. Uh, that's all I ask for is for you to grow up and think things through because you don't have to coon it up for t- uh, to get a TV show, G. Stephen A. Smith, he's a different breed. He has $10 million to uh, go ahead and coon it up when he wants to and not coon it up. So, he has his moments. I'll let it slide. But, Kendrick Perkins, you you don't. You don't. <laughs> so, uh, moving on. Before we go into wrestling, I want to also uh, tease a new segment that we're going to start doing because we need more stuff to talk about outside of uh, the current shit uh, with COVID, NBA possibly restarting and stuff. So we need NBA related stuff to talk, uh, content. So I'm thought of a new segment called Hall or Nah. And with that being said, it's a way of us being able to dictate or talk about certain players who should be in the NBA Hall of Fame and uh, who players who should be in the Hall of Fame, potentially could be in the Hall of Fame, current players. Or players who's already in the Hall of Fame and do they really deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? So we're gonna probably start that next week. But uh be a nice little fun way to just talk about certain players, uh give certain good players respect, their flowers, or just have a very brutal conversation about certain players. So that'd be really fun to do and see where things go from when it comes to that. Um but yeah, so moving on towards wrestling. Uh, once again, wrestling, it has been in a very, very (laughs) funny little spotlight, G. That's all I can really say. A very fun little spotlight. Um, but before we get to that, um, let's at least talk about the good that has happened in wrestling this past week. Uh, Undertaker seems like he has allegedly... Retired, and right now, Bailey and Sasha Banks is jumping Oscar, and it's kind of breaking my heart. Um, but, but yeah, uh, Undertaker has allegedly, possibly, maybe retired um, on the this most recent episode. I don't know if this is the last or the most recent episode of the Last Ride documentary. He stated uh, WrestleMania 36 was possibly his uh, song, swan song, and it's done from there, just the setup. But he did also say if 
if Vince needs me, and I'm just uh, paraphrasing here, and how the situation looks, he ain't gonna be hesitant. He won't hesitate not to come back. So we'll see from there. Um, but yeah, um, your thoughts on Undertaker? So about his retirement, I don't care. It's a little bit too soon. I mean, too late for that. But about Taker in general, you bring up about his career. I think the man inside the ring is one of the legends. I know conversations coming out. Why is he in people's top five? Blah, 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 blah. Don't care. Works for everybody. So, but outside the rings, I'm beginning to really think this man is legit racist. <laughs> Just like more of the pictures of his OG days is coming up, like with shirts for lightning bolts, him throwing up white power signs. I'm like, bro, this man was this man was Texas for real, for real. So, like, Undertaker has moved down in my list of, like, favorite wrestlers significantly. But if we look at his, just his in-ring work and his in-ring persona, because I'll talk about it later, I, I begin to learn that, you know, the separation of wrestling should start to happen with the people in their ring work and how their ring work shouldn't got done blind your eyes of how much of a nasty person a person is but um when you look at that uh he's was amazing though some of his matches sucked during his later years i think when you look back like a match i absolutely hated probably a couple of years ago him versus roman hated it made me dislike roman reigns for some apparent reason that's me being too in on what got done like uh wrestling but uh, uh I just don't I just just don't like I mean I just didn't like what he did later on but um I need him to end it now other than like seeing him get black masks because that's the only thing I'm waiting for at the moment. Um other than seeing him get black masked or who else can he go against? Somebody Tommaso Trump will have a blue lives ladder, a blue lives ladder matter. Wait, a blue lives matter ladder match. There you go. They had one of those things, um, and that's about it. Like, but I really don't. Um, I really don't like. want to see Taker in the ring ever again. Yeah, I'm so saying. yeah, like um. But yeah, to give quick thoughts on, hopefully this is like we've seen the last of Undertaker performing. Like I'm sure he'll still like pop up and do a quick choke slam on like special events, you know, the uh, anniversary episodes and stuff. That's cool. I wouldn't mind that. But in terms of just like actual in ring, I'm about to give you guys maybe a quick five minutes of okay work. I'm good. All together, even like the WWE uh, match productions that we've been getting, I feel like what he did at 36 with AJ was perfect. It was a perfect ending mm-hmm. to your career. It made you look good every way. And then also shout out to AJ being AJ being the one to technically retire or get Undertaker's retired match because it just fits. They both MAGA. So uh, it's, that in itself is kind of hilarious when you think about it. It all works. But um, Undertaker, I, I like always had a respect for Undertaker. Enjoyed the care each of his uh, the evolution of his character from the Ministry, 
the zombie nigga that when he debuted it, the ministry nigga, uh, the motorcycle, American badass, Big Evil. Big Evil was honestly my personal favorite because he was just, I think that was true Undertaker. That was true Undertaker. It was just the only thing missing was him literally just calling Sheldon Benjamin a nigga. And <laughs> that's the only thing I was missing from that gimmick. Uh, but in Booker T. Booker T was around back then, too. So I, that's my personal favorite. Um, then even when he just returned, did the, brought back the dead man gimmick, I feel like that was something. Like, even, like, as old, uh, I think as Undertaker got older, like, as I would say, like, the prime of, like, at the end of his prime was some of his best work in ring. Like, his early work, I'm even going to say it was trash, but I feel like that was his best work. Balls well, it depends. His prime lo- lasted a long time. Yeah, a long time. But yeah, like, his prime lasted a long dead time. Dead Man. Like, when he, when he went back to Dead Man gimmick. Well, it was, that's still something you got to say, because, like, he has some memorable matches. If you take away, like, the... the um. Deshaun stuff, probably like Will Batista. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That era. I'm not like. Yeah, I'm and, trying to think. I'm trying to think. If like that the was Batista it. stuff, the Edge. Pretty, like, yeah, yeah, the like, Edge. Like when he was pretty much Randy. carrying SmackDown, G. Like that was. I wouldn't even call it carrying SmackDown because literally, his, his, he literally was. He wasn't doing anything unless a person was talking trash to Teddy and they say you're going one on one with The Undertaker. Or a six-man tag match with The Undertaker. Exactly. So he didn't really, he wasn't really holding it down because all he did was literally come out because somebody made Teddy mad. Like, I don't remember a time in which Teddy just didn't say Undertaker and then Undertaker came out, did his five moves of doom, and then tipped his hat off and the crowd screamed. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it was still, he carried it to me. At least, yeah, like, like, like when I think when Batista carried SmackDown, like he was, he was, he was putting in work in the middle of the card, not just always like. And I'm not saying Taker will put in work. I just my memories of Taker SmackDowns are legit because he never had the big belt really. He, they didn't he really need it. He was bigger than the belt. No, I, I believe he didn't need the belt either. But when I think of like the person who's running the place, it's it's the person with the belt. Yeah, and that's nine times out of ten is the thing, except for on SmackDown now, like. Ron Snowman's not even it's an afterthought. But uh but yeah, man, take us I, I think Take a Prime is probably late American but early um dead man is back type thing. Uh I would say that he did pull off great matches outside this prime. The one with Sean. If you want to talk about storytelling, then you have oh, like the Brock Lesnar matches. But like um uh, yeah, and then you got 36. But uh, Taker just had probably the better see the most protected gimmick of all time. Yeah. Like, um, and rarely broke kayfabe with that gimmick unless you see him crying because Ben White decided to do some dumb stuff. Um. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, not mad. But, uh, but yeah, Taker, I just hope you able to relax, be a family man. And if Vince McMahon hits you up, you have the option right now to hit decline. You have that option, G. Or do not disturb. Put them on do not disturb, G. So, uh, the heck was that? 
Uh, uh, probably buying. I, I'm I'm not even in the freaking party, but the headphones still. I, I get it, G. I was like, say, bro. Uh, but yeah, man. So shout out to Undertaker. Uh, my people showing them love. Uh, I I'm really. It's, it's it shows how much I'm really not as much in the mood to troll because I would have easily dropped pictures of him rocking his Blue Lives Matter and Don't Tread on Me shirts in those people's mentions. But uh, either way. Moving on, uh, this week in wrestling, uh, we also have uh, the return of Bray Wyatt. Um, so you did bring up no, Braun Strowman being much afterthought. Uh, this once again shows how much power uh, Bray Wyatt has uh, over that nigga, but also just how over, despite the L, he still is uh, because they literally don't hit him back. But uh, shout out to the return of Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt. Um, we're getting that against Braun, I guess, at Extreme Rules. And that's going to be interesting to see. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, your thoughts to the return of Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt? Uh-huh. I feel like, bro, when I say I'm not even interested, <laughs> Braun Strowman, like Bray Wyatt is one thing, but I'm not even interested. because I, want, I do not want to see Bray Wyatt lose again. I don't think nobody wants to see that. Keep it but If we get this thought off of Braun Strowman, I'm down. Like, all the way down. He just don't need the belt. He can be a modern-day big show. All that giant without the belt. So, um, he just he's just not. Like, it's it's so night and day compared to, to, to Drew McIntyre, to Braun Strowman. Drew McIntyre, if there was a crowd behind him, Bro, Drew McIntyre will probably be the most over person on this planet. Yes, easily. Like, and it's crazy that we might not get to see that. But when it comes to um, Braun, it's just like Braun will probably get the pop off the Braun sound, but after that, it's just quietness because he he seems just like a seven foot no homo teddy bear. Like, he just. <laughs> <laughs> they the Miz he was more sad about a car because Miz more man old OG Braun would have threw that car at them. When yeah. he was fighting Roman, is that Braun? Oh, niggas was getting flipped over seat by semis and stuff like that. Like I miss that Braun, but um, I just hope this gets the title off of him. Uh, and then like I'm at the point just like how WWE. Has eliminated it. Go ahead, and just say, look, bro, you got one of them in Impact. The other one got, re- I mean, not Impact. AW. The other one got released. This is why I found me thing over. Yeah, Let it rest in peace, like my boy Taker. So yeah, that's my thoughts on it. I oh, just thoughts on Bray Wyatt in general. I don't want them to lose. I don't want them to lose, but I feel like they're about to literally force a. A, uh, the only way to beat Braun Strowman is for Bray Wyatt to go to Fiend, and that's what I think we're going to get with this. So, especially since SummerSlam is probably the next pay per view at the Extreme Rules. So, we'll yeah. see where that goes. Uh, so moving on, another major event that happened in wrestling this week on NXT. Uh, we saw that pe- people are starting, the new people are gunning for, uh, both Keith Lee and Adam Cole. So Adam Cole wants the North American belt back. So which led to William Regal saying, hey, check it out. 
Um, for one, Shelter Benjamin's walking into the ring. Uh, it's not 2006. Uh, excuse me. But um, literally him and uh, Apollo Crews is facing off. And I'm like, gee, I'm sure you will be triggered by this. Because <laughs> literally it's like Apollo Crews and Shelter Benjamin currently. And Shelter Benjamin is li- it's like looking at each other in the future. Looking at your past self. Damn near. Because uh, both of them can't talk worth a damn. But um, either way, back to, uh, but yeah. It, uh, so yeah, Adam Cole wants the uh, belt, uh, the North American belt. So and Keith Lee wants the NXT belt. Other niggas wants the NXT belt. So uh, William Regal said, "Hey, you must gonna have a, I think it's a, was it a triple threat between Keith Lee, Finn Balor, and Gargano?" Yes. Yeah. So it's a triple threat between them. Winner, whoever wins, keeps the American North American belt. Uh, they face Adam Cole for a winner takes all match the following week, so that's something to look forward to. Uh, I'm definitely all in for it. That sounds is a good thing to see. Um, I think it's still going to lead to Karrion Cross probably popping up because what was it two weeks ago? Car- uh, Scarlet brought the little time, the little sand s- time sand thingy and said, "Hey." I'm guessing saying your time is up for uh cross pulls up on you, so we'll see where that goes. And that's just how I see storyline wise where it's gonna go. But uh I'm definitely all in to see I would definitely want to see Keith Lee versus uh Adam Cole, but Finn Balor versus Adam Cole will be even would be fire as well. So I'm cool with whatever we get. I we already seen Gargano versus Adam Cole like five times. So I'm good. Yeah, same here. I'm good on that. Um, but I don't know how they're going to do this. I don't want somebody somebody holding two belts. Understandable. So would they do it in a sense that is, they go full on Adam Cole before he eventually leaves NXT to go to the main roster, which is, I don't think y'all know, but it's literally a collision course right now. He, it is. Not to their 10, they, the Drew McIntyre probably dropped the belt to Adam Cole. But I don't, I don't, and it's, it's history there because they debuted on on Adam. They debuted on Drew McIntyre. Adam Cole uh, came, debuted at NXT Brooklyn on Drew McIntyre. So yeah. there's, there's, there's call it the, the same thing. There's another story then which Drew McIntyre can go against Andrade because Andrade is the reason Drew McIntyre got injured. The only reason Andrade had an NXT title at Next, I mean, in NXT, but you know, gotta go down. Um, but do like, do you give Adam Cole that North American and NXT championship? Therefore, the man literally is holding two belts before he get light Brock Lesnar, uh, or Brock Lesnar light because that's what he is to death. And um, we're carrying across, so you know, he dropped one belt but still got another one. Who knows how that works. Uh, but I, I'm down for it. I think the right move is to have Adam Cole still win no matter what. I just don't know what they'll do with both of those belts. But I'm down for Adam Cole being the greatest star to ever grace NXT because that's what it's talking up to me. Yep. At this point, it, it, it is writing. It's the writing's in the wall. Like, even if he don't two belt. Uh, be a two belt NXT champion. Uh, 
he the right on the wall. He is arguably the best, uh, the best NXT star ever, at least right now. And I'm perfectly fine with that narrative. Like, hey, uh, win or lose, so uh, I'm cool with it either way. Uh, anything else? They still haven't found nobody to fight uh, Io Shirai yet, I believe. So that's a way to see approach. Um. Nothing really happened on Raw last week. Worth a damn. Uh, but, yeah, nothing really happened last week on Raw. Worth a damn. Um, so, uh, I'm, before we go into the controversial topic, this is a decent little lead-in to it. So, past week, I actually decided to rewatch a old, a very 99-ass storyline on Raw. Or at least WWE back then, WF back then. Where... Uh, the, the notorious Triple H takes Seth McMahon angle uh, from Test into McMahon's. If you're familiar with that, you should know where this is going to lead to. So, me rewatching it at, in my adult eyes compared to 99 was what, 6? Yeah, I was 6. So, watching this and I realized, yo, a lot of this cannot happen today. It really can't. Uh, but I will say that this storyline really put Triple H over like a motherfucker too. At the same time. Uh, and also made me realize they really believed in Tess. Tess was highly believed in, G. And I also believe that that angle also kind of made me why I kind of appreciated Tess as a wrestler when I was younger. Because he really had a good moveset. And he was very athletic. The nigga was doing elbow drops and jumping, jumping from the top rope into the day near the other side of the ring on niggas with that elbow drop. So he was very, very underrated athletically. Fortunately, he lost his life at a young age. That's unfortunate. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So I was just watching the angle. One was still very evident. This man was the star. This is also extremely after. This is immediately after Stone Cold got ran over by the car. By the way, so. Uh, Big Show was also champion because the pay per view with everything leading us up to before, uh, when Stone Cold got ran over by the car, Big Show was thrown in to replace Stone Cold and he uh became a champion. Big Show, in the course of all of this, is feuding with the Big Boss Man because this is immediately after uh the the his father dying incident, and he was also with Visceral popping in and out as well. So he really wasn't fighting nobody. Big Show, this the championship was an afterthought. So if you think it's bad now, Big Show's fighting freaking Big Boss Man. He was fighting Big Boss Man, G. Nobody cared. Uh, the Rock was feuding with fake feuding with Al Snow. So that's everything you needed to know. But uh, the whole, but Triple H literally, eventually, everything led up to Triple H pretty much drugging Stephanie uh, to marry her. It's kind of fucked up because literally used a date rape drug and literally everything about that is wrong. Wrong with the marriage, as we already know, between her, that would have been between her and Test. And then uh, this big man just lost his ever ever freaking crazy ass mind. Everything about it was just hilarious, and police was involved as well. Uh, but everything about it is just wild, and I'm just like, you can't do this now. So with that being said, this leads us to our current predicament of with wrestling. Uh, and once again, Bobby Lashley is full Nelson niggas to hell. 
Uh, but leads us to mugs out here just being scumbags, rapists, pedophiles, just overall horrible human beings towards women. And it is a very, very, I can't even say it's sad. It's just really pathetic that we kind of have to have these type of conversations and that people still defend their faves in these type of situations. And it's just, it's just been a wild week where I'm just left in awe that people are literally caping. But I feel like this soundbite literally defines everything in terms of what happened this past week. Come on out, you rapist! That uh, soundbite was also from that feud as well, uh, where tri- where this man referred to Triple H as a rapist. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's just really sad. So I think I might as well just list all the people involved at this point. So, a lot of NXT UK niggas, then some AEW niggas, then a lot of your favorite indie darlings as well were all involved in just being on some really sick shit. So, uh, let's see here. So, this is the list, and I'm adding on because it's some people popped up much later. Uh, well, okay, like, I w- depending on that list and where you got it from, it's, it's, so it was a list that was going around of a lot of people who wasn't. Oh, okay. Then you know what? We're just going to so, go with people who were kind of confirmed. Yeah, right. just go with so because there's a lot of people who wasn't. Okay, so we don't want to falsely accuse nobody on this. Okay, all right, cool. So let's just go with yeah. the major people. Uh, Jordan Devlin. And this was the first one I saw. This is what made me tune in yeah. to the because I'm just scrolling. I think it was Thursday or Wednesday. I'm just sitting there like, the hell going on? And But Jordan Devlin, pretty much domestic violence, uh, Prayers to that woman out those scars heal. Uh, but Jordan Devlin, domestic violence, you ain't shit. Uh, Travis Banks, I don't know who he is, really. I'm not familiar. Uh, I think that's, I think Travis Banks is a NXT UK guy. Let me see. Either NXT UK guy or uh, Banks. Travis Banks is unprofessional. Man, he looks like scum. Um, signed to WWE Performing to the NXT. Yeah, he's an NXT UK guy. Yep, so Travis Banks, um, major name there. Then, what the hell is the, uh, the one that just said for everybody? Uh, Joe Coffey, I don't know who he is, but he's an NXT UK guy. Joey Ryan, I already knew that dude was a piece of shit from a long time ago. So his, his yeah. name just coming back in this doesn't shock me, but Mm-hmm. He can't keep his hands to himself. Uh, David Starr, that's an AEW <laughs> nigga, right? No, so David Starr is another. So, can can you just name names? I got special bars for David Starr. Not two outlanders. I just want to say something. But go ahead. Like, David uh, Starr, he wasn't with. I don't think he was with Angie Man. He was with Progress or. There we go. That's what he was. He was, a, he was yeah. an indie guy with Progress. Uh, they threw Will Ospreay's name, but I think he was just caping for niggas more than anything. So I can't. Yeah, really... that was the thing. He didn't. Uh, he was caping. Uh, he actually. So Will Ospreay actually like stopped a chick from meeting her full potential in wrestling 
because that chick was assaulted by one of his friends. So he blackballed her. Mm. Piece of shit. Uh, Jimmy Havoc. Yes, Jimmy Havoc, AEW. And I got bars for AEW on how they handle handling this as well. So we'll get to him that a, a little bit. Um, it's so many freaking people just keeping it real. Uh, oh yeah, Jack Gallagher, Jake Gallagher. Uh, Jack Gallagher. Yeah, buddy. You know he got fired. Oh he yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. about folks already. <laughs> he he outright just got fired. Um, make sure I'm not forgetting nobody. Okay, those are just off the the immediate people. It's a, it's still a decent amount. Then uh, we have Matt Riddle. He popped up, and he popped up. Whether you know his is probably the more like when you see the story is kind of more like you can question it, but you still have to side out of the situation regardless. And mm-hmm. once again, Matt Riddle, you get one of these. You were the chosen one! And just like we did, gave Velveteen. Oh, Velveteen's going to get them bars too. Uh, but Matt Riddle, you was the chosen one. And just seeing your name was more the shocking to me because, yo, I rocks with you. You cool. You have it. And once again, it's fucked up. But it seems, but WWE and even your lawyers, you 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 the one actually acted like, hey, I'm actually innocent here. And but if your story lines up saying that Shorty's been stalking you for X, Y, and Z years and is well known, then we'll see where that goes from there. Because you just debuted on SmackDown, and if they wanted to cut you cut you off completely. They would have cut you off completely and would have just re-aired Oscar versus Charlotte at WrestleMania a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Easily. And I'm just keeping it real because they can do that. Because it was taped. So, yeah. we'll see where this goes overall. But as far as I know, I think he has not been cut off, it seems like. No, so, I don't... I just... Like I said, I, I too, look at this situation with a side eye. He was the only person who came out and said, like, bro, I know this story. She's been coming at me for years. His wife came out and said it. Uh, so, But if it turns out that bro really was that much of a scumbag, bump him. Also, yeah, like, you. WWE said the same thing. Basically said, when, when stuff literally comes out, we're going to fire him. So. Yeah, because, once again, they fired Jack Gallagher on the spot. And yeah. NXT UK is about to literally get cleansed. Cleansed. <laughs> Sorry for being home with Walt. Exactly. And, and literally, and Walt, I know, and no offense to Walter. You look like, I'm surprised your name did not come out. But hey, thank you for keeping your hands to yourself. Well, Walter is happily married. Thank you Man's for being a good person. Madman put up a picture of him when he was uh, with his wife when this whole thing was going down. Chilling, like purposely put up a picture of him and his wife while this whole thing was going down, while everybody was out there screaming at each other and stuff like that. He he posted a picture of him looking at the camera like, "When be me?" I'm straight. So shout out to Walter for being at least for what we know a legitimately good UK guy. 
because uh, your European nigga is looking really, really shaky in the light. Uh, and then we have Sammy Guevara. Uh, that happened today, this morning, and that just triggered me even more because to me, I w- Sammy Guevara. I-, I was on the podcast saying, "Yo, Sammy Guevara is one of the highlight rising stars of AEW." So I rocks with him and all of that. It was, but then just seeing his name and then just hearing what, for one, the fact that this clip just now came to light, um, just at least today. But the fact that he willingly said he wanted to rape Sasha Banks. And I was just like, what in the fuck did he just say? I had to rewind and make sure you like, huh? So I wanted to rape her. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Like, gee. And I was immediately, yo, cancel this motherfucker. Get him the hell up out of here. Because, for one, then he's willing to say that, that like tweet pissed me off more. And then the fact that he, it's just like he said it was a joke. And I'm like, bro, you do not joke about rape. Unless it involves police Johnson. But. You do not r- joke about rape, G. You don't. That's that. No, especially nowadays. Especially r- this is a, like no. Altogether, it's not. It's not a joking manner. And then for it to be a black woman like G, this and people saying that fuck you, those people as well who was in the mentions talking about. Well, it's not necessarily a black thing, G. It kind of is. Regardless, because you 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 could easily you wasn't saying that. About god dang on uh, Bailey. He wasn't saying that about Charlotte. He wasn't saying that about Becky. We picked her out. And regardless. When we, and we can go historical here. Black women were known to be victims of rape during slavery. I can go there. Let's just keep it all the way funky. Black women tend to be the targets unfortunately. So No. And also shout out to uh, Sasha Banks for being the bigger person and uh, having a, as she stated in her statement, an open dialogue with him. So shout out to her. Um, she didn't have to do do that, honestly. But I'm pretty sure she had some fair words towards Buddy Ass because it's well-deserved. Outright is well-deserved. So shout out to Sasha Banks for being the bigger person. And also shout out to a decent amount of the women in the WWE locker room showing support to Sasha as well and condemning Buddy ass. So that's good to see. Um, but then what makes it worse with Sammy Guevara was proceedingly, he, another clip show of him just joking with this, whoever this podcaster is. I think I used to watch that stuff on YouTube. I think I don't recall, uh, but do literally, they were having a little banter about moms and then say, I wouldn't mess with your mom because she's black or something like that. I'm just paraphrasing. And I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck, buddy. Outright. You lost a fan. Outright, G. The Sasha Banks thing was automatic. But then you, I was like, you know what, G? Fuck you. Outright, G. Trash. But AEW comes out with, excuse me, a statement saying, A... Uh, we have suspended Sammy Guevara for the time being, and that his pay will be going towards uh, uh, a will be donated towards a, a women's rape 
prevention thing. I gotta double check that. But uh, so in a way, AEW did the safe thing, but the right thing would have been do was to outright fire him. But hey, you like suspended people, and Daytro, you have to stage before we get to the main event. Oh man, like so, like in this situation, like you hit the nail on the head. Uh, this is. For me, when I looked at this whole entire thing, like what I what I got from it is simply like wrestlers are not true guys, heroes. Mm-mm. They're nowhere near you guys, heroes. They're they're not here to 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 like they not save your life. They're not the reason your wife didn't leave you. Like they, they're not, they're not, it's, they're not as big as a pedestal you put them on. They are humans. Just like the excuse that you guys were giving them, they're human. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, when these things come out, you don't have to run to your shield to defend them. Nope. For what? You're not getting paid. Not getting paid. These people don't care about you. They don't even know you. It might be like your post defending them just because you're like, yeah, somebody finally think I'm not as crap as the other people, the, the media or what anybody think I am. Thank you. These people are not your 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 guardians. They don't mean it don't matter how much merch you buy, don't know, don't care how much they thank you or retweet you or even following you on Twitter. Nine times out of ten. The only time you are in their recollections, if you mention them, they not mentioning you. They don't care for you like that, dog. The only, I'm going to keep it buck. The only person I think that generally cares for just people in general is Jonathan Cena. Because he shows. He got the evidence of it. He's like a legit hero. So, like, but anything else, like, like anybody else, like these people, I got, I'm a fan of a lot of wrestlers, but this day and age, I'm just, it's like, there's a total separation. It's, do I feel dirty for being a wrestling fan? Of course freaking not. Now, like I said, my faintest wrestling memory is when, when Rakishi made Vince Man eat his butt. Like, <laughs> so I, I've been here for the long haul, but in the sense of treating these dudes like they're hero, it's another man bites the dust and another man come up who, who, whose spot they, they rightfully taken because that person don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what Velveteen, is, is he still going to be a, tie, a title holder or a thing of that nature because he's black, I should defend. I don't care, bro. If he did that, get him out of there. I don't care how cool he was. I don't care the whole Prince-inspired stuff, the Rick Rude-inspired tights, the, uh, the the line stepping that he did with the Adam Cole and all that type of stuff. Like, that that was all fun. Until his true color showed that that man is a sexual predator. Freaking pedophile, bro. If some of my favorite wrestlers, Adam Cole, Alistair Black, Seth, if they come out here and they come out to be a a a a a, a Nazi sympathizer, uh, 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 racist, or something, bump them. Yep. Like these people are affecting other people's lives. I don't care if they can do six flips in a ring. I don't care if you get hit by a goddamn little trailer car or whatnot, and you 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 made people laugh on the internet. Like these people are they they they're they're no different from me. They just got a little bit of athletic ability more than I do. Well a lot more. But like 
in, in this sense, like, just the next man up. I'm not, like, why are people accepting an apology not meant to them? Like, when they, when he apologized, the man, it wasn't meant, it was for Sasha Banks. Like, we forgive you. What are you forgiving? He didn't affect you. Nope. <laughs> what did you, what, what did he, that's like me, that's like, <coughs> If somebody was talking crap about Chris and they treated Chris and I and he say, "Oh my bad," and I go to him, you know what? I forgive you. You okay now? You what? Like what? Who are you? Like, who am I to 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 forgive someone for a sin that wasn't committed towards me? This like this 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 wrestling stuff is weird and tiring. But what I'm trying to get to the say is separated these people are not your heroes they're, they're not like you don't have to 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 go around and fight and wave a flag of a wrestling company whose only per- your only purpose is their monetary gain mm-hmm. like these people making this between a war between what WWE did and what, what AEW did both of those companies are pieces of trash they're owned by billionaires who want to make more money and will do that by any means necessary. Hooray, WWE fire Jack Gallagher. Clap, clap, clap. If you want to keep a buck, we can have that Ashley story of her apparently getting raped at a goddamn thing with the troops. And WWE told her to cover it up, and she eventually killed herself. Mm. We can have those conversations. So there's not, there's not anything to go on the AEW set. Well, they're finally listening. They didn't just fire him. So, wait, Jimmy haven't punched some dude just because he felt like it. And that guy was a fan. But, no, Jimmy Havoc is a popular indie wrestler. We should not fire him because people like him and we need him to force our brand. Like, there's no woke company. There's, there's, there's no good people. There's no good guys. Anything they're all involving... Bad. Anything involving multi-millionaire, billionaire corporations, there is no good in there, those. They right. just keep these it all are, the funky. These are not, like, this is not a sense of, like, when people telling you that, oh, man, this, this Sammy Guevara is this and that, like, like this is not a, a, a big, oh, it's cancel culture in time. No, this is, like, he don't deserve to be there. No. Like, in all honesty, to me, like losing his job at this point, yo, bro, I don't care. Like, cause I know where this ends up, bro. He's we not do. really atoning for him sins because he's losing his job. Cause to keep it, but he can't atone for that sin. You can't atone that. Like, you, 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 and the reason I say he can't atone that, because he liked a tweet of him saying it was just a joke. Why are people so mad? He liked the tweet. And it was 30 minutes before he put his apology up on Twitter. You're mm-hmm. not atoning for it. You don't really just, care. And this is the thing, bro. And I know this for a fact. These people are not Sammy Guerrero fans. These are people who don't want their favorite coveted wrestling company to look bad. Yep. Plain and simple. The same thing happened on WWE side when people were defending the Velvet team when there literally are tweets now, get this now. There's a difference between it could be like a, a to catch a predator situation in which, like, they, they, what's that called? Entrapment or something like that? Yeah. Like, they trapped him, like, and told him, like, I, I'm a, 
play as a kid or I'm going to get my kid phone and text Velveteen to see if he goes for this because that happens a lot. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the nigga responded. Yep. So bump him. Yep. So it's – and now my last thing, and then Chris, you can you – know, I'm mute my mic. You can fly off for the rest of the episode. But last thing and first, and when I was definitely saying no heroes, the David Scar, the David Starr guy, he was the main person screaming for a wrestling – like a wrestling union – that everybody should 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 believe that 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 WWE is the big bad corporations that they are not like like good or anything at that it's all about like like monetary gain for them they should do all this and guess what he's most likely right but you lose all validation when you are the biggest creep in the world and to come out is fake Deep, this is the thing. Come out as fake deep, as if you. Oh, my mic's still on. They listen. Oh shoot, I didn't know my mic was on. But you come out as fake deep, and and you 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 don't like. How do I say it's like you don't. You don't even say sorry. You say I'm not sorry because you think I abused you. I'm I'm sorry because I was a bad lover. And then proceed to come out with people come out with more receipts. How much of a crap guy you is, and you just delete your Twitter and fall off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Why? You are so about social change. People love you. People, you have promoted tweets about this stuff, and then you proceed to promote your tweets about how much of a bad love you are and an abuser that you are. That guy sucks. And it showed, and I can't wait to see what the aftermath of it. That Joey Ryan dude, that dude literally had people touching his dick and fish holes. If anybody thought that he had an inkling <laughs> of non-predatorial bias, I believe they was white. I like, at the end of the day. So, um, all in all, wrestling is a horrible business it's not for everybody and it should be changed from like the 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 racial issues that it had to the sexual things and the predatory problems that it had there is no woke company there is none these people keeps a boyhood mentality that they that these are the boys the boys can't do no wrong let's not have these problems with the boys like don't let other people form your opinion. I am big against that. Like, if you listen to this podcast, you like what we say, you believe in the things that you say, and you love us and you think we're right, that's cool. We don't form your opinion, though. Think of something else. Same thing if you're a double listener to the, 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 the Black Otaku podcast. Like, us as a group, we don't form each other's opinions. We're Except different. Right. Except Cam thinks he's always right. Like, at the end of the day, we are we are individuals and that's how you should be. Um I mean, yeah, that's me. Like, like I said, I'm not gonna typically go off because all this stuff is tiring. I, I got tired of waking up to what looks like watch bombs on the freaking wrestling TL. <laughs> Literally. Um, 
<laughs> every day it was somebody else. So stupid, bro. Every day it was somebody else. But thank God because some of the trash is gone. All right, let me mute this. Go ahead, Chris. All right, man. So I've been saving this for like a week now, man. And if you have a problem with what I say, I don't care. Because, for one, in terms of the issue of rape, I take serious. In terms of pedophilia, I take serious. In terms of just any way of harming women physically, I don't rock with. Any type of abuse towards women, I don't rock with. I, I try to deem myself as what many women uh, would like us as us men to be. It's an ally. Because, A, they need us out here. Because, A... That, that's the best we can do is just be of support to women. And if you're listening, I highly encourage you to do so. Be an ally to women. Listen to them. If somebody says they possibly raped them or literally they were abused by a man and all of that, take them pretty serious because you got to be a goddamn piece of shit to lie about those type of situations because that is very freaking serious. So as I'm sitting there going through seeing these women's stories, I just had to stop because I can only take so much because literally I can't like, gee, I can only take so much like of these type of situations. So as I'm sitting there seeing these wrestlers, most of them, I don't know who the hell they are, whether because more, I don't watch in NXT UK. I'm, I'm a, I'm, I've deemed myself the most casual of casual indie, uh, indie wrestling watcher. And also, but once I see names, I'm pretty familiar with, whether it's AEW, Impact, NXT, WWE, then now you, like, it's not, you didn't have my attention, but then it's like, you know what, I already knew wrestlers was pieces of shit, but at the same time, just seeing that it's still just as prevalent as it is today, it's fucked up, it really is, it's sad that literally we have to go and live in a world where there's men who literally believe that women are nothing more than property to them. It is sad that there is men who literally believe that it's okay to talk to minors. It is sad. It is fucked up. And those type of people, when it's all said and done, and you got to see the big homie God and explain that, have fun doing that. Because it's, I'm sure that's a, it's a very stern face sitting there looking at you like, ain't no way around that, bro. Sorry. But either way, I'm not down for why we here on this here earth. I'm I don't support it. I don't condone it. It's fucked up. Velveteen Dream is a favorite of mine. Favorite. But and literally, I was already sh- super shaky when with the Reddit stuff. Very shaky on that. I was like, I don't really want to root for the man, but it's like, a they know more than we know about the situation. But seeing the shit that I saw Last night, I think, I was like, oh, a couple nights ago, literally, our first freaking voice tweet on the Twitter page is literally uh, me calling to action of firing Velveteen Dream. That that was the final straw. I was like, no. And I was more angry about everything surrounding in itself. But no. That, like, no. Who the hell tells a freaking child... The best form of cardio is to fuck. And that's exactly what he said. That's just not me cursing out of anger. That's exactly what he said. So, yeah. Who says that type of stuff? 
Seriously. Who says a uh who willingly just act, tells a kid a uh send me a pick and stuff like that? Who who does that? Like I don't care how famous one day we get one day if a kid is in my mentions, I mean in my in my deep private messages I'm not going to sit there and act like I'm not going to respond because that would be bogus because they're a fan of me. But I would have to be a sick fucking individual to sit there and do, and do what he's doing. And that's sad. That kid is a fan of you. You you sit there taking advantage of him. Double goes for uh, just, just, Josh, Justin Roberts on AEW. Fuck you too, my nigga. But back to the freaking rapists out here, sexual abusers. This goes double for Matt Riddle as well. Keep your fucking hands to yourself. I don't know why that's so hard thing to do, G. I don't know why it is. Like, literally, people sitting there, well, why these situations don't go away? Because it is a problem of people sitting there thinking they can't keep their goddamn hands and sick thoughts to their goddamn self. And the sooner that some people get the message loud and clear, the better. Maybe we just got to beat motherfuckers' asses, G. Now, some of these dudes, these dudes are professional wrestlers that we're talking about. Probably fighting a one-on-one isn't the best thing for the average Joe. But at the same time, the consequences got to be more heavy, G. The consequences have to be heavy, G. It has to be. Because people is just not going to get it. And the fact that literally it is a list. It is a list of literally wrestlers. And we're not even including the people we talked about on the podcast today or even that was it's a list of just years of years of years decades of really of wrestlers being pieces of shit and it just it's part of history more of all of this is to me is just literally the day is that men and whether you, you we all grouped up in here keep your hands to yourself Keep your hands to yourself. Women are not property. They're not our sexual tools. They're none of the above. Respect women. 2020. It's a lot of things we could do in 2020. But make sure respect women and support women be one of those top things, G. It's sad, G. It is just a freaking sad-ass situation. And with that being said, you and for the wrestling fans, G, Joe Budden has a few words for y'all. Look off that nigga dick, man. Got it. Because it's not going to benefit you, G. It's not going to benefit you. Like Datro said, these niggas are not our heroes. These are the average motherfuckers, G. They just get, they just have, they literally went through it some crazy training just to literally slam themselves on the ring, G. The average person. And it shows. Because the average person out here raping, and then we got literally people y'all deem hit heroes out here raping too. Respect women 2020, G. That's all I ask, G. That's all I plead, G. Do better, love women better in 2020, G. That's all I ask for. Because everything Datra said was right. I'm just literally just giving you guys the think piece version. Be better towards women, G. And it's not just, oh, well, that means I can't do. No. It's just literally read the room. Plain and simple. Read the room. Listen. Look at the signs. You'll know if a woman's attracted to you back, then you can touch. But at the same time, forcing yourself ain't it. And that needs shit needs to stop. 
And it just shows that a lot of people just overall, when they were growing up, did not get punched in the chest by friends or at least had a, a stern freaking talking to, at least. Do freaking better, G. All around. But that's my take on that. Uh, Daytree, you can feel free to unmute yourself because we're about to end the episode from here. Uh, but yeah, that's all I really need to say. I'm glad I got this on my chest because literally I was hey, saving for Go ahead. Fuck Bill Simmons. What what Bill Simmons do? <laughs> he ain't got a single black man on the ringer, <laughs> and apparently it was like a podcast that happened, and it's blowing up now. Of like when some dude was talking, and like they was talking about people looting and stuff, and one of the podcast guests said, "I'm happy about your hiring practices here at the ringer." <laughs> and then people got mad. He was like, "What you mean by that? Because ain't no black people here." <laughs> Like so, he got a backpedal. Remember, he's from Boston, so you already know yeah, he's bred in the bay yeah, and like yeah. And then he, he backpedal said, "You know what? We gonna show more diversity." So he knew. He said, "We fell short on diversity." So he knew for a fact that ain't no black people that imagine he covered two of the blackest sports known to man: mm-hmm. football and basketball. He ain't got no black writers or editorials, bro. <laughs> So funny. I was reading up on it like, uh, uh, early on the New York Times. It's, it's funny, man. The funny things that don't shock me, but because when he had uh, Grantland before ESPN bought that out, Jalen Rose was the only black dude I seen pop up on the stuff. <laughs> Jalen Rose was his black was his token. So the fact that he forgot to find another token. Doesn't shock me. So, uh, yeah, Ben Simmons. Uh, I mean, Bill Simmons. I don't know why I always get them mixed up because Ben Simmons is a real one. Uh, future Chicago Bull, possibly. But, uh, but yeah, Ooh. man. Uh, Bill Simmons, fine black people. Uh, but also, it's a little too late because we on to the game now. Uh, but the athletic did let go of a lot of people. So, I'm sure that some people look for a job. Hire some of them. Uh, but anyway... Let's go ahead and end the episode on that note. We appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you for, hopefully you learned something this episode, G. Really do. I hope we at least able to influence you guys in some capacity. Um, And just know, at the end of the day, whatever you do in the dark, always going to come to light. Um, Shout out to that that Bible scripture, because that is always true, no matter what. So, think about that a lot. Uh, but we appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at threes from the ring, three S from the ring. Uh, whatever platform you listen to the podcast on, whether we're on Spotify, Spotify throw, throw us the bag, SoundCloud, uh, Apple, Google Podcasts. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe button, share, let your homies know. We greatly appreciate that. Much, much, much we do. And YouTube is coming very, very soon as well. Excuse me, but we appreciate you guys for listening and peace. Avita's in.